This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny His way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. Shout out to everybody who tagged me and you listening to last week's episode. I've gotten a lot of great feedback on that episode. So thank you guys so much for listening, for sharing on social media. If you do share the episode, tag me in it. Slide in my DMs on Instagram and let me know what you thought of the episode. My Instagram, for those who don't know, is Tatum Tamia, T-A-T-U-M-T-E-M-I-A. So this week, and what I love about this podcast, though, and the way that it's been since inception, I remember I had a podcasting class over the weekend, and in the class, I was telling them a bit of how I got got started podcasting and how um, seven years ago at this point, I was planning to start a podcast, and I wanted to talk about the journey of entrepreneurship because I felt like those who had business podcasts were already who have they've already reached a level of success and it was more so of hey here's how you be more successful like me but i really wanted to hear in real time from the beginning brick by brick how are people building successful businesses now of course at the same time i was growing in my relationship with god and a part of that and being obedient to him has come the switch of the show and over the last six years it's been blessed and bossed up But the essence of the show of being in the trenches, the journey, building brick by brick business and and now building business God's way is the premise and the spirit behind this podcast. No matter what stage of life, what stage of business any of us are in, we all are in some type of journey. We never fully arrive. So I love to get you guys' feedback because I'm sharing with you things that I'm wrestling with, revelation that God has given me in real time. I'm not giving you last year's revelation. I'm giving you the revelation from last week so that I can communicate to you what God is communicating to me on this platform. Now, On that same line, the title of today's episode is The Battle for New Territory. 
this came up because this week I was in therapy and therapy is one of those things that I try to, or one of those places I try to stay because it's a way that I'm proactive about taking care of myself. So no matter what's going on, whether I have a need and something's happening or it, you know, everything is all good, I'm going to be in therapy every single week. It's a non-negotiable for me. So this week in therapy, we were catching up and she was asking how my last few weeks have been. And I was telling her how I was just struggling a bit on finding my groove with the new baby. My oldest started preschool a couple weeks ago. My nanny was starting with my youngest. I was now going back into work. It was just, I, I was still trying to get the flow of our family structure and I'm doing all the things I know how to do and that I teach in my books and things like that but again really coming up with a strategy and a system and a structure it takes time it takes trial and error I've never been at this stage of life before so I'm learning as I'm going and trying to systematize as much as possible so that my family can operate smoothly on the day-to-day so I was telling her just some of the struggles that I was encountering just trying to get our new group in our new flow as a family and what she said back to me was she said it looks like you're in a battle for this new territory because in previous conversations that we've had where God is taking me my new level of glory because I said in a few episodes ago we go from glory to glory and each level of glory is to become more like Christ and this new level of glory God is trying to take me to is the same uh, version of Christ that we see when Peter walked on water when it was a storm out and they went to go find Jesus because they were afraid and Jesus was asleep and not even tripping off of what was going on he had a level of peace in the storm And my new level of glory consists of a new pace, a slowing down, if you will, because that's a prayer request that I've always had with God. I'm like, when I was envisioning what family life would look like for me, I envisioned myself being PTA president, making cupcakes for the class, being a face that you see all the time where the teacher tells my kids, I'm going to tell your mama because you know she'd be up here. Like that is what I've always seen for my family, cooking home cooked meals from scratch for my children, for my husband, sex in the middle of the day. Like all of these things is what I viewed for family life while also having a thriving and successful business that didn't require me to constantly be involved in the weeds and the day to day for it to sustain itself and also for it to grow. And God has really shown me where he's taken me to. And again, a part of that and a part of what I've envisioned and what I've prayed for to God for and what he's shown me, it's a different type of pace. And as I was telling my therapist about the last few weeks and the hustle and bustle behind getting my oldest ready for school, getting my youngest ready to be with the nanny, I'm breastfeeding at this time. So making sure he has the milk he needs during the day, all of these different things. I was like, I feel like I'm... My mind wants this pace, but my default setting is not that. (laughs) So it's this constant conflict between who I've always been and how I've always done things and the new that God is trying to introduce me to. And so what I loved about this phrase of you're in a battle for new territory is because it refocused me. Remember last year, we were talking about fixing your focus. What this did was it really turned my attention to what I needed to be focused on, which is that I am in a battle. 
Now, for me, I'm cool with being in a battle because, baby, I don't lose. <laughs> and especially when I have the king of kings fighting for my behalf, it's a fixed fight. So, you know, square up, devil. Like, I'm not worried about no fight. But if I'm not aware that I'm in a fight, then I'm basically getting sucker punched. And so for some of you guys, I, I narrate different things that in revelations that I have not to talk about me, but to provide language to what you may be going through. I believe that there are some of you who listen to this show where you're in the place where God is taking you to new territory, but your focus has been off. So the efforts that you have been exerting are not working because they're targeted to the wrong thing. You're fighting with your husband and you're mad at God because you asked God for a peaceful marriage. But instead of fighting the spirit behind what's trying to cause division, you're fighting your spouse. Some of you guys, you're fighting and uh, ingesting all of this information as it relates to your business, as it relates to finances, as it relates to success. You're looking at all the gurus. You're looking at all of the uh, stuff that is promising you a new level in your business and in your finances, but you're putting all of that effort into the wrong place. You're in a battle for a new territory, which is a spiritual battle. So what you need to do instead is refocus to the spiritual realm, which of course is refocusing to what God is doing and what he's saying and what he's directing you to. Anything that is keeping you stuck in a place or a pace like me that God is trying to pull you out of, it needs to be addressed. The enemy is excellent at hiding in plain sight. And a lot of times we miss what he's doing and how he's trying to manipulate our situations because he's not necessarily presenting himself as some huge attack, but he's presenting himself in the form of how you've always done things. So for me, it hasn't been a huge spiritual attack, so to speak, but me going into my comfortable way of going about things in this new season is simply not going to work. And so what the enemy has successfully done with me that I now recognize is poking the bear, meaning poking that inner hustler, that person that wants to take control and make things happen, poking at that by making me feel like or amplifying my fear that if I slow down, then somehow that's going to cost me what I'm believing in God for. That's a lie because the pace and what the territory that God is taking me to, this is a requirement of it. So it doesn't make any sense that my obedience will cost me the promise. That's stupid. <laughs> but how many ridiculous things has the enemy successfully convinced us of? This episode is brought to you by NetSuite. Now listen, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. It's not just about the gross, but it's about what we net, what we take home. And NetSuite gives you the perfect opportunity to net more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing in accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. 
with the way that the economy is looking right now, everything costs so much. So when it comes to these businesses, we have to make sure that we are cutting costs and finding ways to save money and boost performance at the same time. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash blessed, netsuite.com slash blessed, netsuite.com slash blessed. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. I've been telling you guys that I'm planning a trip for my husband's milestone birthday that he has coming up. And as we choose which location we actually want to go to, I've been thinking a lot about learning a new language once we narrow it down. Because when I get there, I want to throw myself into the culture, into the language. And a part of that is learning exactly the language that they speak ahead of me getting there, right? Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app and that it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. I'm most excited about the track record of Rosetta Stone because, I mean, they've been trusted experts for 30 years. Millions of users in 25 languages offered. I mean, Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. They have fast language acquisition. So Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. So no English translations. So you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. They have an intuitive process so that you pick up language naturally, first with words, then with phrases, and then sentences. And overall, it's designed for long-term retention. They have speech recognition, so a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's convenient. So again, those desktop and app options with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. And best of all, amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Blessed and Bossed Up listeners can give Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Like, am I by myself? Because I, I don't never want to come on this microphone and, and, and sit here and act as if I do it right every single time. Because what I want to do is, again, provide language to how you may be doing things in an effort to send you back to the Father. And consequently, send you to the level that he has for you and the things that you have been praying and believing in God for. Now, usually after therapy for me, I usually take a second and just try to think and uh, debrief a bit with myself of what we talked about as opposed to going straight to because usually therapy ends around the time I have to pick my son up. So on Wednesdays when I have therapy, I, my, I have my husband go pick him up. And for that time period afterwards, I just sit and just think through what we talked about because I don't want to forget it. I wanted to have time to truly settle and I want to be quiet so I can hear what God is saying after this session is over. I also have a, a believer as a therapist, which is excellent because the Holy Spirit moves in the sessions. But still, I like to sit still and listen afterwards. 
And as I was sitting still and really just debriefing on what we talked about, I was like, God, so how do I fix this? Because of course you tell me I'm in a battle. I'm ready to fight. You know, I'm binding and loosening, praying and fasting, using all of my spiritual tools. I'm ready to square up. But for me, I'm like, actually, that's going to still take me to a pace that you're trying to pull me away from. So, God, if you're trying to take me into a new season and take me into doing things a new way, I'm going to need for you to teach me how to do things a new way. And something else that has come up in my therapy conversations, because again, I pray and God answers and having a believer as a therapist, it just leaves room for, and not that the Holy Spirit can't move in non-believers, but when you are um, allowing someone who also is sensitive to the Holy Spirit to pour into you, it just provides for a better experience, in my opinion, especially something like your mental health. So I'm sitting in uh, our sessions and something else that comes up that we talk about is this concept of the window of tolerance. And so the window of tolerance, and you can Google this, it's a concept, but the, I'm going to give you my definition of it. The window of tolerance is this space that you live in, not externally, but this internal space that you live and operate in where you're clear minded, you're confident, you are at a good pace, you're not anxious, you're not worried, you're happy, you're joyful, and you're fully embodying all of the beauty of the present and finding peace and joy in it. I'm romanticizing it because this is what I view it as because this is what I'm working towards. Now, above the window of tolerance is an area called hyper arousal, and that can be categorized as fight or flight mode, anxiety, um, stress, fear. This can be constituted as hyper arousal state. Then under the window of tolerance, you have a hypo arousal state. This is you being emotionally disconnected, you being uh, frozen, emotionally numb, just ice cold. <laughs> and even individuals I've seen, hyper arousal is like red and hypo arousal is like blue, which I think further helps you define which state you're in. Now, for me, the tightrope that I be walking on is the window tolerance into hyper arousal because I'll go into fight or flight mode real, real quick and start moving at a, a fast pace trying to make things happen. But where I'm trying to go to is this window tolerance. So the assignment that I have and the assignment I'm still working through, so I ain't got the answers now. I'm just trying to give you some language and also give you an assignment that I'm working on so we could get through this together. <laughs> so the assignment then is to sit and think how can I expand my window of tolerance so that the second a monkey wrench gets thrown in my day, I'm not in fight or flight mode or the second something goes off according to plan, I'm not emotionally disconnected. So how can I expand it so that there's room for life to be life because we're not ever going to be immune to things happening. But what can I do to expand it in order for me to be able to live at a, in a state of being that's beneficial for me? In a state of being that allows me to be stress-free, that allows me to be calm, that allows me to be clear-minded so that I could adequately hear what God is doing. And I know that this is a psychological concept, but I believe that this is relevant spiritually as well, because if you're in a space of hyper or hypo arousal, to me, that's a space of noise. That's a space of especially hyper arousal. It's so noisy. Fight or flight is noisy. Stress is noisy. Fear is noisy. 
if the enemy can get you operating in that space, he can cloud your mind, your heart and your environment so much that you're no longer focused on God. Remember last week, one of the five S's is safeguard. One of the safeguarding tactics is to figure out what your window of tolerance is and to work to expand it so that you are not taken into the hyper or hypo arousal space. When you're in that hypo arousal space, the emotional disconnect and all of that, there you become what I believe spiritually apathetic to where you're so closed off and shut down that you don't even want to hear from God. You have, you're just indifferent around whatever it is that God wants you to do. How many of you guys can say that you've been in that space? You've been apathetic. You have no emotion to what God is doing. Life has lifed you so bad that you are ice cold. You don't have it for God. You don't have it for your family. You don't have it for your business. You don't have it for nothing. You're just existing. How many of you have been in the opposite space where you're going and going and going, trying to put out fires, operating in this, this stress zone to where you couldn't hear God if you wanted to? These are tactics of the enemy to keep us from being focused. And I wanted to highlight to this to you as God is highlighting it to me, because if we can get to a place of self-awareness, then we can do something about it. Because it's not good enough for us to just identify what is taking our focus away or identify the things that may be causing us stress or the things that makes us anxious. Self-awareness without accountability is foolish. So we have to do something now that God has revealed something to us. So what I'm working on and your assignment as well, because I'm going to get your homework just like I'm doing homework because we're working through this together. OK, <laughs> so your assignment is to take a look at every area of your life and write down what does it take for me to operate in the in my optimum state, a state where I feel peace, a state where I'm clearly hearing from God, a state where I don't feel like I have to speed up past him in any type of way, a state where I'm not dealing with anxiety, a state where things happen cool, but it's not throwing me off my game. What needs to happen? Paint the picture. What needs to happen for me to operate in this space? And then I want you to do your best to create that environment. So for me personally, something that I need is structure. I told my husband, I was like, listen, when, because my husband gets our son ready for school. And sometimes I'll take our son if I'm going to the studio or if I'm staying home, my husband will take him because the baby is still home and I'm, I'm usually nursing before our nanny comes if I didn't leave a bottle. So I'm telling him, I'm like, hey, on the days you take the kid to school, when y'all are late, that throws me off. Like it, it brings me stress to know that he's going to go to school late because his tardiness is a representation of us. And I don't like that. I'm, we're not the parents that drops our kid off to school late. Also, he's in private school and we're paying too much money. Every cent, okay? Every second and every cent, he's going to be up in there. <laughs> like, uh-uh. So for me, it's structure. And a part of just being able to make sure that that structure is implemented because I'm not doing this by myself is communicating with stakeholders like my husband, individuals that I work with. So structure is huge for me. I told you guys about AI tools uh, in the bonus episode, and those are more so for business, but my business having a structure, 
it operating smoothly, having tools in place to make my life easy. That puts me in a place in my window of tolerance so that if something does happen, it doesn't totally throw me off. So whatever that is for you, define it. Define it for motherhood, define it for business, define it for your single season, define it for your marriage, whatever state you are in, define it so that you can then start to put things in place to expand that window of tolerance. And then be, and then as a consequence of that, being in a space where you can hear from God, win the battle of the new territory and be able to grow to the new level of glory that he's calling you to. So that's it for this week's episode. Again, if this blessed you, let me know. Slide in my DMs, post it, tag me. I love to hear you guys' feedback and what you're doing to grow closer to God because that's the root of what this all is about. Um, And that's it. I love you guys. I'll talk to you next week. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.